Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to uh, another podcast, A Godly Disruption, uh, with your host, Jimmy Bayoso. Uh, we're trying something different today. Uh, I have with me Carla Jimenez. Hey, guys. Good to be back. <laughs> yeah. For those who didn't uh, catch the previous podcast, well, it wasn't previous. It was like, like two, three podcasts uh, before this one. Um, I had her on as a guest. And she's kind of like a guest now, but we're kind of doing like a Q&A type of podcast, asking me some yeah it feels less pressure to be i feel like i'm behind the scenes right Just yeah little behind the scenes camera or something <laughs> yeah so she's gonna be asking me a couple of questions throughout the podcast and kind of putting her input as well and acting like the listener or the watcher of the podcast and sometimes i know i'm listening to a podcast and i want to ask the person a question like i wish i was there asking like hey can you talk more about this can you explain this better so i guess yeah that's, that's what, what i'm here for <laughs> yeah i guess that's what you're gonna be helping me um in this episode so hope everyone likes it and if you guys hear my voice uh kind of been under the weather um for the past couple of days got sick got a cold so we here though we doing it um, let's get it yeah so we're gonna start um i just actually wanted first to start by saying um a quick question that I always got was why a godly disruption? Like, why did I pick the name a godly disruption? And what's actually pretty crazy was that when I was picking this name, it actually came through a conversation mm -hmm. and I was oh actually gosh. with you on the phone. Yeah. I just re realized that by the way, we're wearing the merch right now. Yeah. So. merch. <laughs> yep, We out here, which I'm going to get into right now yeah. about that. I just wanted to first let everyone know, why golly totally disruption forgot it was on the phone with you and then we're going to talk about where you guys could get the merch and yeah. how you guys could help and support uh the podcast so i was on the phone with her we were talking and this was before this was last year this was before um started really the podcast the youtube channel it was in my heart to do something for god and then you know i opened up the the youtube page and and we're here so Basically, one of my one of my favorite Bible verses growing up, just every time I, I I would read this verse, I'm like, man, like this is this is this is so controversial. What Jesus said in the Bible and it was in uh, Matthew 10, 34. And this is what this podcast is really based on. And it's that Jesus, the Bible says that he did not come to bring peace to this world, you know, but he came and he to bring a sword. You know, so in other words, he came to bring division. He came to bring disruption, mm -hmm. you know, because a sword divides a sword, you know, disrupts. So um, one of these days, one of my friends from Atlanta called me and he was like, man, you know that like, what would you call the your listeners that are or your or your uh, watchers that watch you on YouTube or listen through Spotify and Apple podcasts? And I'm like, you know, what, like. That's a good question. We got so many people in podcasts that have their name for their for mm -hmm. their listeners. And he's like, man, your people are disruptors. And I was like, yeah, like, that's dope. Like, I yeah, like that. That's so cool. Yeah. So he kind of gave um, when he asked me that, I'm like, I never f officially made like a, an intro or why I called it a godly disruption. And it's because I believe that we're called to bring a disruption to this earth. You know, the Bible even says that we're not from here. We're, you know, we're citizens of heaven. Yeah. And that we're sitting at the right hand of God, you know, we're at the, sitting at the right hand of Jesus. And the Bible says that whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loosen on earth will be loosened in heaven. So we're here to cause a godly disruption. We're here to disrupt. 
we're here to disrupt in social media, in the political world, in business, in sports, in any area, in any field that you are in, we are called to disrupt. So, and disrupt by what? The truth. Yeah. And what is the truth? Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible says, know the truth and the truth will set you free. And he and the truth is the word of God. The truth is Jesus. So if you're listening to me and you guys have been following me throughout this journey, or if it's your first time listening and you want to be part of the family, then, you know, from now on, every time I start the podcast, I'm going to welcome all my disruptors. So that's the name that I have for everyone is like, you guys are the disruptors. So uh, welcome to everyone. And thank you guys for the the constant support. And we mm -hmm. made merch. Yeah. We released it. It's, We're repping it today. Yeah, you guys could get it. Um, the website is jimmybayoso.com. You guys could get there a hat. Um, we got also a... Got sweatshirts. We got sweatshirts. a tote bag. Yeah, we got bags. So check it out. We're going to be releasing also um, different designs different and whatnot designs. as well because yeah. people have been asking me how to how can they support. Right? And I'm like, you know, you guys can... Uh, so I decided to make merch to get the name across and whatnot. And also we uh, opened up our cash app as well. Someone wants to support the podcast, show love to the podcast to be able to consistently bring more content and to be able to do more stuff. Like I want to be able to, it's a lot of work and time, Put it's a lot of work it. and time. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. And actually yeah. let's, let's talk about that a little bit. It's that I, I know a lot of people want to start a podcast, right? it's the trend right now it's the trend it's a right trend. I, 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 a lot of people a lot of my friends yeah. recently also started uh like doing podcasts and posting videos and it's it's a process you know yeah. it's not it's what like people see right now it's it's not um it's not easy but i also you always heard this growing up i'm like when you find your passion and you find your purpose uh work is never gonna feel like work Right. right and honestly doing this never feels like work like it's definitely not work but it's time consuming it is so that's like the thing where you're taking out time either from work or like putting extra hours in it losing <laughs> lack of sleep losing lack of sleep like right. that happens when you're passionate uh, for something i mean I've been, I've been on the phone with you at times where i'm like 3 4 a.m and i'm like yo i went to sleep at 3 4 a.m editing the podcast mm -hmm. you and know? i'm sleeping because <laughs> i got a small team here you know, really, the one who's helped me is is my little sister and, yeah. and and myself. That she helps me edit the podcast and everything. So, you want to support? The cash app is gonna be on the description. It's dollar sign a godly disruption. You know, and help us take this podcast to another level to be able to bring more guests, be able to travel and travel to these uh um where the guests live and whatnot, and just be able to do stuff for the community. Be able to as well um give a higher level of production mm -hmm. you know so if you want to start a podcast i recommend it do it uh and be consistent yeah. i think that's the number one thing uh, you guys can see I'm, I'm a little bit um you can hear my throat um <laughs> under the weather under the <laughs> weather you know but this is consistency it's i know that every tuesday i've committed myself one to god you know and second to all my listeners all the disruptors Right. I committed myself that every Tuesday I'm going to drop a video no matter what, you know. Yeah. So I I knew I had to drop an episode and the consistency aspect of it is like always, you know, you start something because there's a lot of people who have a gift from God, a talent from the Lord. You know, God has given them a grace to a specific field, a specific area, but they're not consistent with mm -hmm. it. You know, they're not consistent yeah. with the gift that God has given them. 
And I think that also what's distinguish anointing versus talent. You know, there's a lot of people who are anointed and a lot of people who are talented. I'd rather have a, a person who's anointed and committed than a person. Them. huh? You can teach them and train them. Teach them and train them. Then a person who's talented, but they're not consistent. They think they know it more than anyone mm-hmm. else. And they're not pliable. No. You know, like you said, they're not you can't teach them. You can't correct them, any of that. So a lot of people, it's like that's what God looks for. You know, many people like I want God to use me. I want God's anointing. I, I want God's power. I want to be God's vessel, you know, and God's not looking for golden vessels nor silver vessels. He's mm-hmm. looking for yielded vessels. Mm-hmm. He's looking for vessels that say, God, here I am. Use me. Send me. He's looking for mm-hmm. availability. Right. You know. And I think that a lot of people who, you know, if you want to start a podcast, you want to start doing social media for the Lord. God is looking. He's not looking at your degrees. He's not looking how talented you are or how much knowledge you have or how spiritual you may be. God is looking for open and available hearts. And I'm a, I feel like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a walking testimony of that because I don't, I don't, you know, when I started this, I'm like, well, God, I don't really have that many followers on my Instagram. I, I I don't really have, you know, subscribers. You know, I don't really know what I'm doing here, but here I am. I know I have a word from you. I know you spoke to me. I know this is what you want me to do. And here I am. And I've seen the hand of God, you know, and, and that's the thing is that you can't fake God's hand. Like when God's hand is on something, you will know it by its fruits, yeah. you know, and I think also people always ask themselves, how do I know if God wants me to do this? Like the fruit will tell. Maybe you won't see it right now because that's what also a lot of things. People get discouraged when they don't see the fruit mm-hmm. in the moment. That doesn't mean it's not God's will. Give it some time. No. You know, if you plant a seed right now, the flower is not going to come out the second day. There's a process to it. Right. So it's kind of the same thing with what like with what we're doing with our talents. It's that. um, we got to plant the seed and God is the one who makes it grow. You know, like the Bible said, like Paul sowed and I think Apollos watered and God gave the increase. Mm -hmm. So that's what God does. God gives the increase. So yeah, that's a godly disruption. That is the, I wanted to start off with that, um, that we're called here to cause a disruption. We're not here to please people. We're not here to please society. We're here to go against the current. We're here to speak what God says, not what a man or a woman says, but what the Bible says. You know, our values and our beliefs are not based on what society thinks or what society says or what's cool or what's trending. You know, our our basis is Jesus Christ. It's the word of God. It's what he says. And I believe that anytime you speak God's word and the truth of God's word, it's always going to disrupt. You know, because. You know, where Christianity is one that doesn't please people, you know, it's not meant to please people. It's meant to obey the word of God, you know, and the word of God, it's 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 clear, broad daylight. You know, we don't have to go out here and and find the second meaning to something. It's like, no, like the word of God says this and th- and that's how we should live by it. Yeah. So that is a godly disruption. We are here to disrupt. We're, we're here to bring God's truth, God's life, God's power and God's love where we go because i believe that even though we are called to disrupt apostle paul said that we must say the truth and say the truth with love you know it's not here to just bring a machete and just 
give God's full truth and forget that we also got to share it in God's love, you know? So, yeah, that's a godly disruption. So thank you all for the support with the merch, you know, with the donations. Much appreciated. And, you know, let's get to it. Um, What's what's one of the first questions we got? Well, we're going to go straight into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, what you were saying is true. Like, there's it's just black and white, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of those things like you were saying about the talents mm -hmm. um, and just honestly being available to God right it's so key and um how would you say i mean this has happened in my life um and i'm pretty sure a lot of the listeners and viewers mm -hmm. um can attest and agree and it's simply just overcoming fear and just going head on and being like okay i'm sold out for god and i don't want my fear to hold me back but it holds me back here and there so how would you how like what's a what's a way that you yourself in this process have been able to overcome that fear even though fear is there but right how have you overcome it in this season um i remember once um i was in miami and there was this guy his name was lewis um and when i first wanted to learn how to evangelize i was like man how do you approach people like how do you stop people and he taught me something about fear And he was like, because I'm like, man, I'm afraid to sometimes go up to people because he would go up to groups of people. And I'm like, yo, are you not afraid? He's like, I am. And I'm like, okay, so then what? He's like, sometimes you got to do things even if you're afraid, right? And I think that that's one of the keys to overcoming fear. Mm -hmm. It's just like Nike says it, just do it. Just do it. My mom used to tell me, take it by the hand. And take it up to stage with you when I had to sing mm, in the very beginning good. of like when I was ministering, take it by the hand and take it with you. Show it. Show like the power of Christ in you. She right. would tell me that all the time. Yeah. Like, and that's that's good because it's like um, I've done some podcasts with some guests. They're like, man, we were nervous and you didn't seem nervous at all. And I'm like, oh, I was. I was sweating everywhere. Like I, until this day, I still get nervous, yeah. you know, because um, but we just got to do it. And the how I was able to also like people that have talents and gifts and sometimes fear is stopping them. Number one, like the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mm -hmm. mind. Another translation says self-control. Yeah. You know, so God has not given us a spirit of fear. God has given us, you know, a spirit of might, a spirit of power, a spirit of self-dominion of love, you know, and sometimes fear, what it does, it, it, it paralyzes us mm -hmm. from, from walking in God's promises for our lives and paralyzes the gifts God's placed in our lives. Yeah. It either paralyzes them or it kills them. Yeah. You know, and fear is so broad because even when we talk about fear, a lot of people get a misconception of fear too, because you know, when you talk about the spirit of fear, right? Like the spirit of fear is very different from a natural fear. Right. What I mean by that is like, I don't like snakes. If I see a snake right now, I'm going to scream, Neither I'm going to jump, I. I'm going to run, right? That's not a spirit of fear. That's just like in the moment you were like, oh, shoot, a snake. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So people yeah. get that confused. Fear is, spirit of fear is something that paralyzes you. Spirit of failure you. is real too. Yeah. Like. But I think the spirit of failure comes right attached with fear. Yeah. Because, you know, I think like we were talking too, is like the root of all fear, I believe, is death. Mm -hmm. Think about it. 
the smallest thing, even for example, the spirit of, uh, I mean, even like failing, you're afraid of failing. You're afraid of failing because you're af afraid that someone's going to look at you bad. You're afraid that you're going to disappoint someone. Right. And then what happens? What leads to that? Then suddenly you become sad. Yeah. Suddenly you become depressed. Next thing you know, if it gets so deep into you, you want to kill yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, like people who are afraid of planes, no. you know, what are you afraid of? You're afraid that the plane is going to crash and you're going to die. You know, you're afraid of driving. What are you afraid of? That you're going to get into a car accident and you're going to die. You're afraid of uh, sickness, of diseases and sickness. You know, COVID just passed. Yeah. What was the main fear? It wasn't of COVID. <laughs> it was, it of, was of dying. That was the main fear. When all the facts, all the numbers started coming up of how many people were dying. The fear wasn't COVID. The fear was death, you know? So what yeah. fear less, likes to do, it likes to hide behind a lot of situations and a lot of problems or a lot of adversities that come in front of us, you know? Example, to preach, to get a mic and do a podcast. Maybe God has given us a talent, God, mm -hmm. maybe listeners, watchers, that God has given you the ability to do something. But because of fear, you're holding yourself back. Fear is actually holding you back from doing what God has called you to do. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like people also, it's like they're fearful just by the simple fact that they're not going to make it in life and they end up dying with that those desires right. and, and just everything that God has placed in their hearts and they never make it. Just because fear hold them held them back. And people fear of not accomplishing things mm. in life. Like that's crazy. I'm like, you're scared that you're gonna die one die one day and not leave like a legacy or anything. Yeah. Like, that's how big that is. And I heard someone say this is like the biggest failure in life is not failing. Like the biggest disappointment is not failing. It's never trying. Yeah. You know? And fear stops us. Um, for example, the parable of the talents that jesus gave it, well, i believe it was it, it was the three There's men three, yeah. right one he gave five talents one he gave three and then I think it was two two one was two and then one and then one yeah what happened what all of them multiplied it except one the last one who was mm -hmm. given one talent yeah. right and the reason why he didn't multiply it was because of fear yeah you know so that's what fear does to us at times it it God gives us a talent. He wants you to multiply it. He wants you to use it. But fear stops you from that. And it's not just fear in giftings also because the fear is so broad. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of people who are afraid of sleeping and uh, like sleeping at night without a light on. Yeah, that used to be me as a kid. I always needed to have a light on. Yeah. I don't know. Do you remember those little light things? That, that you plug it to the wall? That you plug yeah. it to the wall and it will shine like very mm -hmm. like little because I was afraid of the dark. Yeah. I always needed to... There was times that I would leave my whole lights on and I had to sleep in my wow. room with lights because I was afraid of the, uh, of the dark. Wow. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say, but I know yeah. there's a lot of people who are afraid of, of the dark. They're afraid of dying. They're afraid yeah. of. I went through that. Yeah. There was a time where I was scared to go to sleep because I was afraid I wasn't going to wake up mm. and open up my eyes again. Mm. Happened like in my teen years too. Like it was, it was intense. It was lasted for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, I wow. think. I was just scared of falling asleep and is scared of not seeing my family again. That's just crazy. not waking up. Yeah. And, and that's so bad that that's, that's God. God does not want us to live a life in fear. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think that so many people are struggling and battling with fear, 
even if you're not dealing it with now, fear always likes to come and knock at the door. Mm-hmm. Always. You know? Yeah. Because there was people who were probably like, oh, I, I'm not afraid. I don't live in fear. But then when COVID came, suddenly they got into fear. I know people. We've had friends of ours yeah. that soon as COVID came, the, the, the person changed completely. Mm-hmm. Why? Because fear crept in. Because fear literally COVID. paralyzes you. Um, I've heard people literally who said, oh, like, I mean, Hispanics, we say, oh, me muero de la risa. De la risa right. Like, I'm just dying of laughter. I mean, we say it in English, too. I'm just dying. Oh, that, that dead. That's so funny. And it's like, I've I, I've heard stories where people have literally died. Yeah, well. From I, laughing. And I I'm remember just I like, told you. I oh, was it you? Yeah, I told Someone you Someone told story. me. This. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, that's I, real. It's real. There was this person that, um. He would always say, me muero de la risa. Uh, this person oh would always gosh. say, like, I'm dying of laughter. I'm dying of laughter. I mean, right? I say it sometimes and you always correct. No, but like this person was addicted to saying that every time he would laugh, like, oh, I'm la- um, I'm, dying I'm dying of laughter. No, no. Right. You know what ended up happening? The person actually died while no. laughing. That's crazy. You know, so much power in our mouth. The yeah. Bible says of life and death, it's in mm-hmm. our mouth. Mm-hmm. So know? how do you overcome fear? So I think that me personally, uh, there's two steps that I've put in my life to be able to overcome fear. And um, number one, it's meditating on God's promises and truth. Philippians 4, 8 says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So by focusing on positive and uplifting thoughts, we can combat negative and fearful thoughts. Like the Bible has told us here that these are the things that we should think about. So meditating on God's word, like the Bible says, meditating on a day and night. I think that's personally what's helped me be delivered from fear. It's when I meditate on his promises, when I think about things that are true, things that are noble, things that are right, things that are pure, you know, things that are lovely whatever is admirable, anything excellent or praiseworthy. You know, when I get anxious or in moments of fear, I always declare God's word. I think of God's word that if God is with me, then who against me? If a thousand fall to my right and 10,000 fall to my left, nothing is going to happen to me. You know, that he who is in me is greater than he that is in the world. So when fear tries to strike in me, I tell him, no, I don't have the spirit of fear. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of of power, of love and a sound mind of self-control. So declaring the word of God, reading his word daily. That's so crucial is reading God's word daily, because when you read God's word daily and you fill yourself up with God's word in your life, it's less of the world and less fear in your life because you know who you stand on and what you stand on. And if he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world, then what am I to be afraid of? You know, yeah. like if God is with me, then who can come against me? Like no one, nothing. I'm not afraid of what can come at me because he's with me. And if he's with me, then that's all I need. You know, like the Bible says, he that be- he that believes like anything is possible. So you know, I believe that he is with me. And the Bible says that we were going to we're going to go through many afflictions and trials in this world. But, you know, Jesus said, like, don't be alarmed. Don't worry. I have overcome the world. So if he's overcome the world and the one who's overcome the world is inside of me and he's with me and he walks with me, then I don't have to be afraid of anything, because if he overcame it, then he's going to give me the power to overcome it. So mm-hmm. and number two is seeking God's guidance. The Bible says in Psalms 34, 4. I sought the Lord and he answered. He answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. 
So when you seek God, he's going to deliver you from all, all the fears. When you seek God intimately, you know, when you get to the place of prayer where you seek God and you spend time with the Lord and you cast your fears onto him and your anxieties and your, and your anxious thoughts and your fearful thoughts, like when you do that, God delivers you. God removes fear. God, those thoughts are no, those emotions suddenly disappear. You know, when I've spent moments and times in the presence of God, I've left that place, that prayer time, that moment of prayer, that secret place, feeling like no one can stop me. And, and how would you say that that moment where it's like that act of casting, like, do you do you is there something that you do or is it honestly just like you said, spending time and you don't even realize it? I've heard people that they're like, I spend time with God and I don't even realize it. It just went away. It, it, it's both. I think it's both. There's moments where I catch myself. God, I, I surrender this to you. God, help me with this. God, do something in my life. God, I, I'm dealing. I'm afraid of this happening. Like, God, help me. Like, God, I surrender it to you. And then the other one is just sometimes I'm just in the presence of God. I'm like, God, I'm not worried about nothing. Even though I'm going through this, even though this is happening, my focus is you. I'm just worshiping you. And next thing you know, I left. Around. You know, so it's both of them. And, you know, the Bible even said it, you know, the psalmist said it right there. He said that if he sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears and all means all. So those are my two ways on 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 being delivered and being set free from fear.